Konnichiwa, everybody. Hello, guys. Welcome back. It's good to see you. Well, good good to know you're back for another week of your weekly ramen. As usual, I'm your co-host, Nate, and I'm here with your other co-host, Ty. Um, what's up, good buddy? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Yeah? Sounds exciting. Oh, always. Always. <laughs> Never, uh, never a dull moment in my life. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's a blatant lie. <laughs> uh, so. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll pick up soon. You guys, I mean, we won't go into detail about it, but Ty and I, we've got, we've got some stuff in the works that we're gonna be doing. Some exciting yep. stuff together. I'll give you a hint. It starts with dungeons and it ends with dragons. Oh. I was like, where are you going? I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it starts with dungeons, ends with dragons, and it's splattered with nerdism. Uh, that's a, for <laughs> another day. Um, we, I, had, I had my first week of school today. Oh, did it? Or, no, well, this week you, I had you it. You had a whole week of <laughs> yeah. school in one day. Uh, let me nice. tell you, it was intense. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. It didn't that's go bad, of... actually. Um, yeah. yeah, hopefully senior year will go, will go well. What, uh, what kind of classes do you have? Oh, all the, all the major intensive ones, uh, stuff like hydroacoustics and, and coastal structures. I feel like they're lulling me into a, a, a false sense of security. Um, and then. So like hydroacoustics, you said? Yeah. So are we going to like start recording underwater? You know what? If if we do, I can probably tell you. Actually, I can probably tell you it wouldn't work out very well. <laughs> what we've learned so far. Well, that's reassuring. Yeah. Well, you know, one of these days, maybe we'll all be fish people. Hmm. I'm sure, like a Bioshock dome under the sea. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Well, uh, cool and possibly terrifying. Both at the same time. Especially if it's filled with, like, Bioshock people and environment. But you'd, but you'd get all the... Ah, what are they called in the first one? Biggers? Or is that... I believe the word you're looking for is nightmares. Oh. Uh, the, what, uh, the big daddies? Or big the daddies. No, actually, the, the little ones are scarier than the freaking big daddies, in, that, in my little, opinion. What is it, little sisters? Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know why you would think some... Little girl with glowing eyes that looks like she's from The Shining would be that scary. Oh no, that's best friend material right there. Exactly. <laughs> um, I have a. Oh, and plus she has a giant needle. Don't forget about that. Oh, how could you? <laughs> Just to make it worse. I mean, I got a giant needle too, but it ain't nearly as painful. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. <What> a... <laughs> I'll be here all night. Thanks. <laughs> Tip your waitress. Aha. Uh -huh. Um So I got an interesting flavor of the week this week. Oh? Yeah, and it's one the picante chicken. <laughs> oh, how'd you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm just going down the list. I was listening to this podcast and they suggested it, and so I tried it. Yeah. Very picante. Hmm. It's, um, a, it's a total flavor. Yeah. No, uh I and I actually tried this one out and it's it didn't turn out well for me, but what it was is I made ramen, and then I splashed in literally every hot sauce we had in the house. 
<laughs> which was about, you know, four or five different types. Oh, yeah. Um, no, well, okay, the listeners oh, don't know this right. now. You're, you're at a different place now. Yeah. Now, the college kids, I was going to say, our uncle likes hot sauce, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He had a couple bottles as well that I experimented with while I was living with him. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, it was, I mean, it was more pleasant going in than coming out, which, oh, um, oh, of course. yeah, it sure is. Is very predictable, but I called it. I called it lava ramen. Hmm. You know that's the way I feel every time I eat hot wings. Yeah. Oh, I love Delish, hot wings. Delicious going in. Not so much going out. Yeah. We went to uh, me and some buddies here went to Hooters um, on a night when they had hot wings special a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and that was a good time. Hooters wings are okay. I like. Buffalo Wild Wings has some decent ones. I don't know. Do they have Buffalo Wild Wings? They should, right? Is yeah. We got a B-dubs not too far from us. The B-dubs? That's what, yeah. I guess Everybody? that's what they call it here. Oh, no. They call it here, too. I don't don't get that nickname. I don't personally. know either. It, but, yeah. Where's the dubs come from? Exactly. Buffalo oh. Wild Wings? Dubs? Dub... Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> but my favorite is a place called Wingstop, which is I think only a regional franchise, but they have amazing wings. I can attest to that because that's oh, where yeah. we ate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. When you were here that once, yeah, we had. Um. So yeah. All right. Good so, stuff. should we do our thing? It's a takimas. It's a takimas. This is, we're, ne- I, I, we're never going to get it even again, are we? I, I feel like those I, days I've, are gone. I've made it my life mission to not. <laughs> All right, well, make I'm going to so make it. Never. I'm going to make it my life's mission to predict when you are and then um, <laughs> counter that. Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Izutaki Mas, and Good we'll nice. dive right in to the um, anime of the week. Also,. It's going to be my life's mission, at least this episode, to be the last person to say Izutaki Mas. <laughs> We've tried this before, man. Remember <laughs> what happened? So, guys, prepare for a five-hour-long episode. <laughs> I'll do it all night if I have to. <laughs> I can... Let's see. Oh, you're an hour behind us, so yeah, you'll be able... Probably be easier <laughs> for you to stay up later than me. Probably not. I'm pretty darn tired. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the anime of the week this week, um, for you guys, a word I would use to describe it is mind-boggling. I guess that's two words, but, um, nonetheless. Hyphenate it. Yeah, there you go. Hyphen. Uh, you can have a one-word sentence with hyphens. (laughs) That'd be a heck of a sentence. And probably not grammatically correct at all. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure English majors would have a problem with that <laughs> if they we run. if we got any english majors listening shout out to you guys whoop whoop <laughs> it went uh, to school grammar nazis yeah <laughs> um so the anime of this week is called ergo proxy you might have heard of it it's a 2006 anime so it's let's see six seven eight like nine years old 
Wow. That map doesn't add up, does it? Well, well I guess I guess it is. Holy crap. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess next year's 2016. Jeez. I yep. feel so old. We are getting there. No, nah, we're in our prime. <laughs> um. So here's the synopsis for you guys. Um, <clears throat> I practiced earlier, so I have no excuses uh, if I mess anything up. Uh, the world is bigger than you, you think. <laughs> Here we go. This is going to be an <laughs> editing dream, isn't it? <laughs> uh, after the explosion of the methane hydrate layer, the remaining members of mankind are forced to live in isolated dome cities scattered across the arid and inhospitable planet. They live in a controlled society and are assisted in daily life by autonomous robots called autorebs. In one of these cities, Rom uh, Romdo, Inspector Rael Mayer, granddaughter of the regent, leads an investigation concerning autorebs that has gone mad after being infected by the Cogito virus. That's a fun word, by the way. It really is. <laughs> in the process, she comes into contact with a monster called Proxy. Elsewhere in the city, immigrant Vincent Law um, is on the run after being framed for involvement in several Cogito cases. Together, along with the adorable child Otto Reeve uh, Pino, they set out on a journey to the domed city mosque in order to unravel the mystery of the proxies. So, uh, as you can probably tell from that synopsis, it's heavy in mystery. Um, it's definitely sci-fi, and this is a psychological anime. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I actually found it because uh, I was looking for anime i really wanted to watch something like uh future diary again oh so, <laughs> so i looked I don't under, know, man that's such a gem i don't know it is to... um i looked but i looked under uh the genres of future diary and i guess psychological and this one seemed to catch my eye but i i like they're all about um everything meshes really well in this anime, I thought, and that even comes down to uh, the colors used. Um, I guess that's a good starting point because that's such a huge thing that you kind of notice right off the bat. It's um, very, yeah, very dark. It is I would say. dark tones, a lot of grays, a lot of blacks, and that reflects the uh, the story. Right, it's a very dark story. Um, if you're looking for something that's kind of like predictable and uh, uh, reflective of your typical maybe shonen, um, a lot of action, you don't have to really think while you're watching it, then Ergo Proxy is not going to be your cup of tea. However, <laughs> if you're looking for a good mystery and like a genuine mystery where you will be just absolutely um, unsure of anything, you know, a, a lot through a lot of the anime, then this is right up your alley. Disclaimer, though, saying that, they do spread out uh, little footholds, little hand grips, if you will, for you, uh, strategically throughout the anime, where they just give you enough um, to keep you interested and to keep you from, you know, desperate uh, depression and confusion. Right. Um. 
So uh, they did really well on on the pacing on this. I thought um, the uh, the story was it, it kept me entertained. I don't want to go into too many spoilers uh, with it, but basically your three main aspects of the story fall under the characters Vincent Law, uh, Riel Mayer, and um, I I guess the doctor guy maybe i don't and then i guess the third would be like kind of a subcategory and would it encompass most of the people back in romdo right yeah i would i would agree with that um Uh, other than those two i don't know if there's any like major characters but there's major supporting characters yeah i'm on uh I'm on episode 12 out of 23 episodes, so a little over halfway there. And I'm just now starting to get like a, a grip on things. Um, I really liked how they developed the characters. Uh, the real mayor is um, in this. She's an investigator, and she does she does really well at her job, but she might be too good for her own good uh she does too well for her own good a little bit she's too curious she is and it's i i I personally i don't really have a drive for a a driven curiosity right i'm too lazy for that (laughs) but i've known people who are just they have to have answers right um and if you're one of these people you'll probably really be able to connect with uh riel she's uh I you, the first few episodes I would have said she's the main main character, uh, but now I don't think so. I think the story is about Vincent Law. Yeah, after like the I don't know, probably about seventh episode, it really changes. Yeah, and we've seen that before. I can't remember with what, but um, oh, Fate Stay Night is what we saw that before with mm-hmm. um from Rin. Like, yeah, Rin yeah. to. Uh... Don't worry, I can't remember his name either. <laughs> Such a great uh, series. We're just not good with names. No, we're really not. Emia? Emia. Emia, yeah, there it is. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and so Vincent Law would kind of be the Emia of this. Um, it switches to him, and his... So, Riel's story is about a story of of, you know, curiosity and kind of discovering what's going on around her. And Vincent's story is a story of self self discovery, which I kind of feel is a main uh, trope they're kind of trying to go after in this anime. Uh, an anime that, as you watch it, um, it kind of makes you reflect on yourself as well, because that's kind of what the main character is doing throughout throughout the anime. He's um, kind of trying to just find out you know, stuff about his past and, and really who he is and what he's all about. And uh, I guess through this, there's there's some cool elements introduced. Like, it is a sci-fi world, so there's a lot of robots. Um, auto raves are... Those very, are really cool. They are cool. I thought so, too. It's a, So, Romdo is a domed city, um, and it's, it's in this post-apocalyptic world. So, the atmosphere or in the environment outside... Of Romdo, I guess this isn't too much of a spoiler, is it? Is Not really. Inhospitable. I think yeah. that goes. They cover I mean, that in the first. 
Yeah, that and you pretty much said that in the synopsis as well. Yeah. So it's in, so Romdo is kind of like this last last stand for humanity. Um and uh it's it's filled with not only people but with these cool auto raves which are just like futuristic robots that are kind of like companion robots and then they do the stuff that kind of other people can't do or don't want to do it's like well, a i mean well, i think one of the cool things about them though is that there's several different models there is like a companion model but then there's also like riel's um auto rave which is like combat oriented like he i don't know iggy yeah iggy he's he's kind of uh he's like her partner um, yeah. like a, a cop's partner yeah and um so he he has you know his moves and he you know he acts like he acts more like um i mean they all kind of act human yeah, they do. And, and then they have, what is it? It's like application on and application off, where you can make it Turing. act human. Yeah, Turing application, Turing. which was kind of cool. Named after the Turing test for AIs. Yeah. Which is actually, I found that very interesting, because earlier this week I watched the uh, movie about um, Turing. The, oh, you know, okay. Turing. Yeah, the, world, the the code breaking movie. I can't remember the one where they're breaking the Nazi World War Two Nazi codes. Oh, neat! Starring gotcha. um, the dude from Sherlock. Um, oh yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. No, 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 not the movie. The the BBC series. Oh, okay. I don't. Um, I don't know then. He's also Khan in the new Shrek. Or Shrek. Star Trek. New Shrek. Hi, <laughs> Con. What you're doing in my swamp? Get him, donkey. Oh, God, no. I cannot remember his name, which is sad because I should know it. I'm just, uh, I, I wouldn't even know name. those two were the same person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but speaking... Well, you can think of that if you want and get back to us. Um... <laughs> But speaking of uh, the uh, auto reeves, they're they're infected with, you know, are throughout the episode several are infected with the Cogito virus, and um, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but that Cogito virus talking about that is a great link to one of the other main characters, Pino, and um, I was reading a review earlier, and I just realized this at the beginning of. Uh, of the series you know you're introduced to pino and she's this childlike companion auto reeve rev who's assisting the um head of security's wife um they just had a baby or whatever and there's scenes with her where like she's tending the baby and like there's one scene where she's looking over it shaking a rattle and like to the wife uh the turing application is on you can see and uh She's very childlike, and then she goes and tends to the infant, and like she just has the blank look on her face, right, as she shakes the rattle. So you can see the big difference there. Um, but they did something interesting with this Cogito virus. It's a virus that gives the Otter Reeves human. Uh, let's see. It says it says it in the description. Um, I would say it pretty much gives them free will. Yeah. 
it's not just the Turing application, because the Turing application just makes them act human. But I yeah. think this virus actually gives the will. They can do what they want. Yeah, and that's that's really expressed and developed through Pino throughout the mm-hmm. series, and that's kind of interesting to uh, to look at and and kind of know as you're watching it. At um, one point, um, it's not really silly. At one point in one of the later episodes, somebody says, you know, uh, something about the the auto raves with the um, Togito virus um, develop a soul. Yeah, and that's really interesting too. I love those discussions as well. Like, what what is a soul, and like, what's the difference between mind and soul? And th- those are interesting discussions, in my opinion. Sure. Um, can a robot have a soul? Uh, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, or it depends on what you believe, really. But uh, the one thing a lot of people liked about this anime is um. The main characters, well, she isn't especially powerful. You know, she's easy to relate to because she's very human. Um, There's parts where she kind of gets, you know, knocked around a little bit. And, like, you can... It's not, like, how a superhero would address the situation. It's how a human with a high aptitude towards investigating stuff would, would... um approach situations which is kind of cool yeah it's pretty interesting too because like in the first episode or two her attitude is very cold and kind of uncaring and everything but um so you think you know she you know doesn't really have much emotion to her um but like you said she there are certain parts of the series where she gets shaken up and it's interesting because you don't normally see her like that. Yeah. And what's interesting, more human aspect. What's interesting too, is not only do you not really know what's going on, but most of the characters don't really know what's going on either. Like she doesn't know why she's feeling things that she's feeling there at the series. And you get to see her kind of discover and grow. Um, you get to see Vincent Law go through a whole growth, a lot of growth. There's kind of a whole episode of him kind of coming to terms with, with himself. So, characters I liked. I thought they did a, a pretty good job of developing them and, and using them to kind of develop aspects of uh, the plot, right? Yeah. Um, artwork. Artwork. I like- I think the artwork's really good for 2006. For tw- yeah, 2006 definitely. Um, y- you have to keep that in mind though, because like, and there's there's scenes where, and then you can see this in the cover. For me, a big thing, and this is nitpicky and dumb, but whatever. But this is just to give you an idea of kind of what the artwork is. Uh, when you're looking at a character, uh, from the front, like if you're looking at their face directly, they all become Voldemort. <laughs> um, their noses disappear kind of uh but you, you know, know that's I that's was, the art style like, i could not pin it down what looked so weird about these characters when they were front facing i just could not pin it down and you just made me realize what it was oh really yeah i i knew i knew it looked kind of certain angles and i was wondering why i just figured it was some artistic style 
but now that you mention it, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. The, um, I mean, but that that's nitpicky, and that's kind of the art style they were using. They did very well with the tones and the animation. It's 2D animation, I do believe, right? Just because it's 2006. I I think it's it's either 2D or old 3D. Okay. Uh, I mean, most it, it's it's on par with you know anime of its time. Yeah, and and then so the only other thing I'll mention about animation and how the characters look. There's scenes where Vincent, he has his eyes closed, you know, but it, mm-hmm. they're like pseudo closed, kind of how they do in anime where it's like closed, but not really closed, right? The, uh, like, what I would refer to as the Leonardo watch effect. Yes, I love that. That's <laughs> is super cool. And <laughs> kudos for that, because that's awesome. Um, shout, back, uh, shout out to one of our old anime of the weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, so, and then sometimes they're open, which also falls under that Leonardo watch category, and I'm sure there's some significance to that, right? I'm sure there's, like, maybe they're open at important parts, and maybe they're closed, but I haven't been able to quite nail it down yet. Well, it seems like the further along the series gets, the more he has them open, is what I've seen. Yeah, so maybe it's like something like as he discovers himself more, his eyes start to open more mm-hmm. or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. But they do kind of neat things with this anime like that. And I'm sure there's significance where Riel's wearing her eyeshadow and where she's not. Because that's a key feature of hers. Yeah, it's... one Another thing that I noticed about this, this anime is that um, it chooses a kind of more realistic way of drawing characters. Because um, if you noticed, most anime characters have large eyes. Um, yeah. Which is not realistic, you know, of course. But um, in this one, they they have pretty close to normal eyes. They're not like big round eyes. They're more, you know, oval shaped like actual human eyes. No, I agree. Yeah, they do have very realistic, especially in the eyes, features. Yeah, Which is like what makes... And the only reason I really, really noticed it, though, is because of her eyeshadow. It really makes her eyes pop. Yeah. Yeah, and for those of you, I mean, who are super into uh, series that have, like, a lot of action and are kind of shonen-esque, I mean... In this series, that's kind of what the proxies are for, right? They're kind of like the cool wow factor um, of this series. So there's some of that. And each proxy is different, and there are several proxies. And you may be wondering, what's a proxy? Well, I myself am not 100% sure. <laughs> right. um, but you'll watch the anime, and like you'll, you'll develop a slow understanding of um, pretty much everything. And then I guess the only topic we haven't touched on yet um, is the music. I'm glad you brought that up, though. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, it does. I think it does really well with um, ambiance. Yeah, I thought so too. I like the uh, the feel of the mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it really reflects, you know, what's happening. So and um, that you know, kind that of is. Yeah. That shows how far they went to tie 
pretty much literally everything into just the mood of this anime. Mm-hmm. It's this is an anime that I like to watch in the dark. Yeah. It yeah. it just feels right to watch it in the dark at night with the lights off. Well, that and this is a little bit dumb as well, but there's so many dark tones in this anime, it's a little easier to see if you're yes, in the dark. That's true as well. Yeah. Um But the the only thing I have to say, well, besides that, as far as the music goes, I thought the uh, opening theme song, the OP, mm-hmm. um, I thought it fit it very well just because at first, like when you first watch it, it's not your typical OP, right? You're kind of like, at least not out of the anime I've seen, just because kind of how the song is. and, and... It, It's very unique. It's not, I don't know if it's, it's, it's sung in English. I think so, yeah. I don't know if it's an actual English, you know, American band or anything, but it is an it's sung in English. Yeah. And they don't really give you I mean the animation is kind of bits and pieces. So it's like it doesn't I mean, it doesn't give away pretty much anything um of the of the uh, anime right off the bat, right? And then as you're watching the anime, um, if if you don't skip through the theme song, if you watch it, you can kind of start piecing together, oh, this is why they show that, and oh, hey, maybe this is symbolism for that. It does It does have a lot of symbolism in it, I think. Um, yeah, I Honestly, to me, the visuals of the opening are better than the song. I'm not a big fan of it, honestly. No, it it was very atypical of yeah. of what I'm used to. Right. Um, uh, the end song, the end credits were by what Radiohead, I think it is. Oh really? Yeah. I, have, I can't say I've actually listened to the ending because, like, every time I get done with an episode, I just want to skip ahead and like. No, uh, what is going on? I need to keep watching. Yeah, let me make sure, because I want to get this band right, because it is kind of interesting. Let's see. Uh, need more. Let's see. Who talks about... Okay, this is what I want. Story. Characters. Characters. Art. There's OP. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure it's by some like heavy metal band like Radio. I don't know if Radiohead's heavy metal, but it's by some. I don't think so. <laughs> it's by some. If you're not super into anime, but you're like into music, right? You hear that band and you know, hey, I know them. They're not the typical. Oh, but yeah, so that's kind of neat. And also, and I didn't watch the end credits either, and I didn't watch what apparently happens after the end credits, but I read about it. If you haven't watched this episode yet, or this anime yet, apparently for the first, like, 14 episodes or so, they do a little, like, uh, synopsis kind of thing after I the... I you right, Radiohead. Oh, there you go. After the Paranoid end credits. Paranoid Android, apparently it's called. Paranoid Android. I like that. Um, But they go over kind of, like, some key thoughts and stuff at the end of every episode. Which I skipped over as well, so I wasn't... I don't know how... <laughs> how helpful that is or whatnot, but There's only so much time in the day to watch anime. There you is always watch the end credits and everything. 
And this was a longer series, too. 23 is kind of a bit of a mouthful to knock out in a week. Yeah, it is a bit of a longer series. Um, but, you know, it doesn't make it a bad Yep. So, overall, I gave it a... Uh, I gave it an 8. I agree with that 100%. And it might change. Granted, you know, we're... I'm not even halfway through the series since it's 23 episodes. I'm almost halfway, but not quite. Um, so it might change. It might get... The whole tone of the series might change for all I know. Yeah. Like, towards the later half. It's not like that hasn't been done before. Yeah, so, so we'll say for the first half of the of the anime, it's, it's an 8. Yeah. So uh, that's our two cents on it. Now... If you guys want, you can go through and and watch. And, Actually, uh, mine was three cents. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Thanks for correcting me, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> hey now, if I was Scrooge, it would only be one cent. <laughs> so our next segment is the news of the week. Yeah. Woohoo! Would you like to go first, or shall I? Um, I'll go first. I got oh. kind of a funny interesting one so i'm sure we're all familiar with um a little franchise called transformers no no <laughs> nah, never heard uh no. shape-shifting robots no um giant weapon wielding uh autobots decepticons oh, none, oh you mean like the that ones that, the ones that can transform us? uh yeah so um how about this? I bet this will... Uh, Michael Bay. Um, Explosion. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, perhaps? Mila or Megan Dead? Fox? Megan Fox. Come on, tell me. Give me Megan Fox. Finger thumbs. Huh? Uh, uh, toe thumbs. Toe thumbs. <laughs> uh, how about this? Um, Shia LaBeouf impersonation? No, 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 no. Uh, nightmares. <laughs> Okay, so Transformers, um, Q Transformers 2 brings uh, Decepticons and the infamous Kiss Players. Um, I I think, I guess this is kind of canon too. What it is, is, so Del, D, D-L-E has posted the seventh episode of Kotaro uh, Ishidate's um, half-ad-libbed flash-animated Q Transformers return of the Mystery of Convoy 2 comedy shorts. So there's something right there. It's a Transformers comedy shorts. Um, but it brings back uh, Megatron, um, joined by Sitsuguzura, Susumoko's Starscream, blah, blah, blah. You're probably wondering, why is it? what are these KISS players it's talking about? Well, apparently, kind of Transformers universe... The Transformers are supercharged um, by these uh, girls that give them kisses. <laughs> like Optimus Prime gets a, a kiss from this, you know, cartoony kind of flashy girl, and he gets he goes Super Saiyan kind yeah, of. I would do the same thing, man. <laughs> yeah. So as you can imagine, this can get a little bit controversial. Um, it's supposed to be just funny, though. I think it's it funny. It could be worse. They could get more powerful the less clothes they have. 
Yeah, well, Ooh, I wouldn't put it past burn. it. <laughs> Shout uh, out to all our kill a kill lovers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So the Kiss Players was a real multimedia property from 2006. Uh, wow, around the same time Ergo Proxy was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which was Jap- Japan's only Transformers torchbearer between the Cybertron and the live-action movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, it looks like they kind of just did this to uh, make more, or, you know, um, to inflate their toy line. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Autobots teaming up with young girls who power them up with kisses and a girl possessed by the ghost of Starscream. So <laughs> that's what I'll leave you with on that article. That, that's the funniest part, honestly. <laughs> by Starscream. Oh, well done. Well done. Oh, all right. Well, let's see. Um. Okay. So here, this is... uh. If you ask me, it was kind of a slow news week. I didn't see a lot of very good articles. Oh, I agree 100%. So I chose a fun one as well. Okay. Uh, all right. So I have this little um, a list of the seven righteously confident protagonists in anime. Oh, I like where this is going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So counting down. Number seven, Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Don't know who that. I like. I've never seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's one that I have to watch because it's very popular. So I need to see what's up with that one. Okay, well, good luck with that one because I and I'm gonna make a lot of enemies with this, but I'm not very interested. I tried to watch a few episodes and I just couldn't get past the artwork, to be honest. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know I'm gonna regret saying that. But. <laughs> I, th- I think there's, like, an old series and a new series. Did you watch the old one or the new one? I watched the Stardust one. I don't know which one that is. I don't either. I was very <laughs> confused and... Kinda... Well, well, well. Um, yeah. Okay, number six. Adlet Meyer from Roca Brave of the Six Flowers. Yeah, gonna watch that one of these days. Oh, so you might know who that is. Not now. He is uh, the scrappy red-haired protagonist who is always introducing himself as the strongest man in the world. Oh, Most okay. characters that uh, pointed themselves with such title would be full of it. But he immediately proves that he's not joking around. He's quick on his feet and utilizes both physical combat and sleight-of-hand techniques that could be described as fighting dirty. He values saving his skin in a fight over proper sportsmanship and has no problem throwing a couple of smoke bombs. Wait, is this not list of self-righteous? Uh, no, no, no. They're righteous, like, they're righteously confident. Like, meaning that, um, they, they have a reason. They're, they're not just, um, uh, full of themselves. They, they're confident because they are actually badasses. Oh, gotcha. So, um, yeah. So, next one on the list is Iziori uh, Shimaki Sakami. I don't know. Problem children are oh. coming from a 
another world, aren't they? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think we. It was our one of our anime of the weeks, and I have a big problem with this anime. But whatever. (laughs) That's that's my own stupid personal stuff. He is unabashedly honest about his love for fighting and women. He does things his own way, regardless of whether it's socially acceptable. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that's a very apt description of the guy. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he literally beats a god or a demigod. I think it's a god. So, that seems... (laughs) Okay, so, I mean, at least he's full of himself for a reason. If he could be the god, he must be a badass. He's so unfairly powered, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, I will, but it whatever. says right here, he also has enough sense to concede if he's outmatched. Which never happens, I guarantee it. But we'll also turn his power up to 11 if an opponent manages yeah, to right. make him angry. Like, hey, I'm in a corner. What's this? Super Saiyan 22. <laughs> woot, woot. <laughs> All right. Number four, and the, the last four on this list are people I actually know. Lelouch v. Britannia from Code Geass. Ooh, there's some foreshadowing for you guys. <laughs> like many anime characters with a royal background, Lelouch comes off with an elitist attitude and can seem arrogant. He's, uh... Oh, let's just skip to this. Uh, where he shines is a sense of tactical... sense for tactical combat, even if the results are ruthless. His Gias powers also allow him to manipulate others, so strategies have an even higher rate of success. But they were so effectively because of Lelouch's own genius. That was number four. Number three, Soma from Food Wars! Yeah, I got an article about that too, so that's kind of foreshadowing. Yeah, he's uh, he is, he's a badass when it comes to cooking. Yeah, I like them. Uh, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts. He knows what he's doing. He's he he's maybe a little arrogant, but that's because he has real world practice, unlike a lot of those snobs at the school. Yeah. So, can you guess number two? Well, you probably can't. You've never seen this anime. <laughs> then it would probably be impossible for me to guess. You might. I'm sure you've heard of it, though. Uh, Light Yagami from Death Note. Yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah. Okay, so this is the ma- uh, this young man who would become Akita is uh, completely confident in his abilities to outmaneuver and outwit um, detectives and adults more than twice his age. He is a certifiable genius, a perfect student, and exceptionally good-looking. Uh, I can I can outwit any adult more than five times my age. Wow, let's see, five times your most of the adults five times your age are probably dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last one is Tsuya Shiba from the Irregular at Magic High School. Um. I've seen that one, and yeah, they are completely right about that. That guy is a total badass. Yeah. Wow, yep. cool. Hey, uh, I got a list for you. Oh, nice. What do you got? Yeah. Um, you get rid of this advertisement, and I would love to tell you. Uh, <laughs> Top ten ads. 
Number one. It looks like. Um, Japanese fans rank anime as ladies with the scariest tempers. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So. All right. I'm not going to guess in order, but how how many are in this list? I got 20, so I'll run through them quick. Yeah. I'm going to guess. Man. Sonate is probably in there. She's got quite a bit of a temper. Believe it or not, I don't think so. I think there's uh, only like one Naruto character from here. Sakura. Yep. <laughs> yeah, doesn't surprise me. She's I was number say, five. Sakura is pretty much after once Shippuden starts, she is pretty much like a younger Sonate. So, yeah, she yeah, freaking got... punches the ground and the crater forms. That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, you don't want to mess with her. Like, yeah, she's completely different from normal Naruto. Shippuden Sakura is. Yeah, don't fuck with her. <laughs> yeah. So this is from Carapedia, which was what my last top 20 was from. Um, once again, 10,000 users, uh, Japanese, and um, out, of a, out of a pool of 64, the top 20 are number 20, Black Lagoon's Roberta. Uh, number, me either, but it's on my list. Uh, number 19, there's certain magical index scientific railguns, Masaka Mikoto. Oh. Yep, yep, fair enough. You know this one too. Uh, well, maybe number eighteen, Fates, um, Sakura, uh, Mato. Maybe that's not from Fate and Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Work. But number seventeen, Gintama's Kagura. Number sixteen, mm-hmm. Igarashi's uh, Rene oh. <laughs> Ryugu. Um, Fifteen, Black Lagoon's um, Balalikia. Number Jeez, 14. Black Lagoon has a lot of people. I you guess so. That's a very realistic looking anime as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, number 14, One Piece is Nami. Okay. Number 13, Haru. Um, Haruhi. God, that's a hard one. Suzumiya. And I don't know. It doesn't tell where that's from. Uh, 12, The Irregular at Magic High School's uh, Miyuki, or Miyuki Shiba. Mm-hmm. Number eleven, Monogatori's uh, Hitagi Tinjo Tinjo Gahara Gahara. Number ten, uh, probably your favorite on the list, Fairy Tales Urza Scarlet. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. who I do agree with. Yep, um, yep. Don't want to get on her bad side. Yeah. Number nine, School Days, uh, Kantona Katsura. I don't know. Number eight, Sword Art Online's. Shino, uh, no, Sinon, Shino, um, Asada, uh, Seven Detective. Is that from the original series? I don't know. That must be from, like, yeah, I guess, I, we should, but yeah, I don't. Number seven, Detective Conan's Ran Mori. Number eight, Orimos, um, Yasi Aragaki. Number five, as we mentioned earlier, Naruto's Sakura. Um, number four, Kuroko's Basketball's Rico Aid, Ada, and the top three. Number three is the Sword Art Online, Sword Art Online we do uh, recognize, Sword Art Online's Asuna Yuki. I was wondering if that was going to be in there. Yeah. Number two, Gintama's Tei uh, Shimura. Um, and with that, there's a picture of her and with the subtitle, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the number one, 
uh, scariest female um, with a big temper is Attack on Titans Masaka Ackerman. Okay. Or no, it's Mikasa. Sorry. Mikasa. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't. Hey, man, oh, I've seen what she know. can do with a sword. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I, uh... I, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I guess. No. So. I don't know. I just. She is always usually really. Reserved. Yeah. So I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, alright. So, I got one. It's a shout-out uh, to a new Twitter follower of ours. Alright, yeah. I have a new Twitter follower called Netflix Anime US. Um, they... What a pretty... weird name to uh, name your child. <laughs> I know, people nowadays. I mean, like going, maybe... How many times have you, you know been signing autographs and you have somebody walk up with the name of ebay (laughs) i bet the parents get uh sponsored for that i bet they get paid a hefty sum oh yeah yeah uh but anyway they um so what they are are they they talk about anime that is exclusively well not exclusively but exclusively talk about anime on netflix um and so here's a nice little art i i think you would probably like like this you have netflix right yep all right i'm a college kid of course i do (laughs) right so you'll like this one uh netflix has added back digimon digimon season one yep through yeah wait what one through three even better all right two and three oh dude you know what classic stuff I ain't getting any schoolwork done the next three weeks. <laughs> Don't you just love the original Digimon? It's so how, great. How many episodes can I possibly fit in in a 24, what, 48-hour weekend? Oh, no. Oh, it looks like they also had Black Butler Season 1. And, oh, and... a little something for me, a little something for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have Netflix. I used to. I got rid of it. Hey. Guess what? Can you hear that dog barking in the background? Do you have a dog? Yep. I don't have one, but apparently I can't get away from them. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, maybe this one's out for revenge. I'm like, oh, I'm living off campus this year for the first time in a in a house with some buddies. I'm going to have a nice, quiet recording area because it, it won't be on campus. I won't be at families. I won't have to worry about a dog. Well... Hey, to be fair, <laughs> at least, at least, um, you don't have to worry about internet. That's true. The internet here is pretty good. And also, I'm going to have to invest in a, uh, a curtain for for my window because our neighbors have a spotlight that seems to be just it, right outside my window. Or it's a <laughs> floodlight that's activated by motion. So They're watching you. <laughs> well... They see see when you're sleeping. (laughs) They know when you are awake. You're going to see a lot of pale college kid in his boxers. (laughs) I thought you were going to say pale college butt. Well, that too. That's (laughs) funny. Um, Yeah, so what were we talking? Oh, yeah, Digimon. And cool. Well, that's awesome. How much Black Butler did they add? Season one. 
Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Um, so I have one more, then I'll then I'll be done with my news. Um, okay. So food wars, male hug pillows, hey. and female mas- mouse pads go on sale. Um, can I just say that these female mouse pads and how they approached it? I'm sure it's not you know never been done before, but I've never seen it before, and I really like it. The, Ooh, what is it? So the female mouse pads um, are by are being distributed by Hobby Shack, um, and they're gel-filled mouse pads of uh, Irina, um, Ikumi, and Alice, what Irina's sister. Um, they're mouse pads, and what it is is like so you know how what, like when you're using mouse, whatever your hands on the mouse, and then like your wrist is kind of on the pad or on the Mm-hmm. table or whatever so they show the picture of the three females which um are knowing food wars pretty busty um <laughs> it shows just the upper half and them in their uh you know tops whatever and but they're it's filled gel so their womanly parts are like filled gel and it's like a nice cushion you kind of rest your wrist on while you're using the mouse pad and it is just the best thing i have ever seen in my whole life please send me this link yeah i will i'll tweet it and then i'll send it i want to give this as much publicity as humanly possible so they're literally no that is funny yeah i I, I got nothing you got you you get some wrist action on their boobies that's uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure how blunt to be about it, but yeah. Well, I mean, we did a whole episode on panties, so mm, that's true. Um, true. yeah, those are magnificent. And then also to appeal to the um female fan service, they are. Let's see, this is a different company. Um, what is it? Movic, I think. Movic previewing newly newly illustrated hug pillows of um, Soma, Takumi, and Kojiro. Hmm. So, got some nice hug pillow action for your favorite favorite Food Wars dudes. Um, Might have to get one of those. <laughs> okay. No, I was just joking. Well, I mean, and also uh, last week they come out with hug pillows um of the main ladies of the series they have uh let me see the names um irina ikumi and um is that it just irina yeah just the two i gotta say they don't seem like very huggable characters yeah those who you don't remember (laughs) irina is the main female lead in food wars and then uh the other one um uh what's her name asumi i think is what i said no ikumi is the she was the meat specialist mm-hmm. so yeah they don't seem very particularly huggable no but it <laughs> wouldn't stop me <laughs> fair enough are they also filled with gel in certain parts nope only the mouse pads unfortunately there's something uh yeah. so all right, this is one you might find interesting. Okay. Ouch, cat. Hello, kitty. Who's a kitty? Was laying on my lap, 
and then she decided to jump off in the most possible with her claws. <laughs> Good kitty. <laughs> but I will not kill her because I'm not evil. <laughs> like some people. Hey, first off, it was a puppy, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not kitten level yet. <laughs> that's just that's just a whole other level. <laughs> that's despicable. <laughs> How dare you? How could you even think of that? <laughs> um. Okay, so you'll like this one. Little series called Noragami. Oh, I'm so glad you're mentioning that. <laughs> the uh, Noragami Aragato Aragato. Animes. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, that's well. It's well, I suppose it's not the same. Oh Ali- yeah, Ali- Aligato. That's what you're thinking of. I think it has an I. Good zoom type. Uh, bless you. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. Anime's second promo video previews opening theme. The official website for uh, Noragami Alagato, the second television anime season of the Noragami manga. Okay. Uh, began streaming the sequel's second promotional video on Thursday, which includes a preview of the opening theme. Ooh, okay, cool. This is interesting. I really liked this anime. I did too. I liked I liked the personalities they gave the uh I mean the gods in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean there was one character I really, really, really didn't like, but that's that's a whole nother story. But and then they had one kick ass fight scene. Oh yeah, yeah. There were some really good fights. But, so yeah, check that out. Yeah, I'll have to. I got I actually had that pulled up by uh, the fan post. I guess they share a lot of news articles with Anime News Network. Well, I mean, you know, everybody, I mean. Yeah, it's the same stuff. It's yeah. just everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got a different twist on it, though, usually. That's true. So, got anything else? Um, Let's see. I Do I have anything else? I went over the fun ones. Uh, you went over that Noragami one, which was cool. No, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, I got two more. Toei Animation US began streaming an English dub trailer for the World Trigger anime on Wednesday. Toei Animation premiered the first three, um, English dub episodes at Anime Expo. The show was not licensed by the US company. Toei Animation itself commissioned the English dub six to seven episodes. Okay, yeah, that is pretty cool. What else? What else? Um, and then it seems that Sentai Filmworks is on like a licensing like rampage or something right now because they license a ton of anime. I wonder if they just came into a bunch of money. Oh, they won the lottery or something. I don't know. One of their investments <laughs> paid off. Their investment in in uh that podcast, your weekly ramen. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to our boys at Sentai Filmworks. <laughs> Domo arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> um, so they license Fate, Alred, Reiner, Prisma. Oh my God, that's a long, long name. It's Fate. I don't even know. It's like a ten-word. <laughs> well, we'll just go with fate. 
three, four, five, six, seven, and a number. Jeez. Fate, Khalid, Leaner, Prisma, Ela, two way, but there's no space. It's just two way, like two, and then W E I, hers. You know, sometimes it really does sound like you're just making up your own language. <laughs> You'll never know. You don't know the Japanese <laughs> language. It's true. And then they also licensed, this one's a little easier, Gachaman Proud's Insight. Don't ask me what that is. Okay, I won't. <laughs> but for the people who might know what those are, they're in luck. Sentai Filmworks licensed them. Sentai Filmworks is a pretty good company, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm okay with them. Yeah, they're cool. They're okay. They're they're kind of lame. They're okay in my book. Um, all right. So does that mean it's time for our final segment of the night? It's time for Ichitaki Mas. <laughs> um, no. It's time for our bi-weekly brawl. Yeah. Copyrighted. Well, I mean, whatever. Bring it. We'll brawl them. Bring it on. Um, This week, bi-weekly brawl is a little bit something different. You guys actually, wow, you haven't had a bi-weekly brawl in a while. Yeah, because we missed the last one. Yeah, so we're going to make it up to you with a super, super fun one this week. Um, This week, it's uh, not a brawl of the bronze. Not We're not putting together two muscle-bound meatheads, um, two powerhouses. Oh, no. Nope, not this week. This week, it's uh, something more tactical. This week, we're bringing you a battle of the brains. Um, So... For those of you who have seen No Game, No Life, um, you should kind of be familiar with what's going on with this brawl. Uh, what we're doing is um, we're having a brawl between two characters not using uh, strength, uh, not using powers, but using strategy, strategy, and they say the pen is mightier than the sword, wordplay. Um we're going to pit two characters against each other in the universe of No Game, No Life. Uh, and they're going to play Shiratori, um, which is a Japanese word game. It was played in No Game, No Life. Specifically, materialization. Yeah, materialization, which was seen in No Game, No Life. Um, I'll, I'll break down the rules for uh, Shiratori for you guys. Um so, it's a game in which players are required to say a word which begins with the final kana, kana, um, of the previous word. For the English version, uh, we're gonna, you have to say a word that begins with the final letter of the previous word. And, um, basic rules, uh, two more people take turns to play, duh. Um, only nouns are permitted, which is important. Um, and then... No words may be repeated, and uh, if and so this is a special version. This is material shiratora, so that they're going to be in an environment where the word you say, when you say it, it appears, it materializes. So um, there's that, and so you're wondering what two um, 
what two brains, what two strategic gods are we going to choose for this? Well, as you probably guessed, um, our first contender is it's it guys, it's gotta be from No Game No Life. I mean, you had to see that coming. It's what what better strategist can you think of than uh Sora and Shiro um from No Game No Life. He's uh he's gonna be our first our first contender is gonna be Sora, although I will reserve the right to have Shiro there with him. Mm-hmm. Um so those who have not watched the series, uh Sora is he's uh well, on a sad note, which I hate to start out on, but this is what the the wiki does, which is what I'm using. He was abandoned by his parents. Sad, what, blah. Um, but he's a brilliant neat, which if you're not familiar with that term, is a Japanese term for not in education, employment, or training. Um, he's also a shut-in, and he's a, a super hardcore gamer, along with his stepsister, Shiro. Um... And they're the main characters in No Game No Life. Uh, he is very lack. He has a lackadaisical hate towards life, and is pretty much dedicated only to gaming. Um, the uh, he's a master strategist, though. That's the thing. Him and his sister, they don't lose at games. Um, they uh, they're very high IQ. Um, they each have their own. Uh, own specialty kind of if you're not familiar with with the series or these characters you should go back and listen to our episode we did an episode on no game no life um i don't remember what it's called do you nope no clue no nope, but it's a good mm. anime series you should look it up plus it's a good podcast you should watch you listen yeah it's definitely definitely a great anime and it was one of our better podcasts um so Sora is a, you know, he's 18 years old. He's got red hair and red eyes uh, with black bags under his eyes because he hardly ever sleeps. Um, he's absolutely brilliant. And he doesn't, he's very good at being kind of a con artist. He likes to play people. Um, and what else? He's a little tall for his age. He likes to wear a shirt, a yellow shirt that says, I love humanity, I think it is. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. So, um, let's see, anything else I can say? He's extremely outgoing, confident, uh, endless vitality and virility, uh, not afraid to play with people face-to-face even when they are cheating. He's extremely, extremely manipulative, which he calls negotiation and diplomacy skills. Um... Depends on who you ask, really. <laughs> uh, so he is, if he is separated, and this might play a key factor in this brawl. We don't know. We haven't planned it out yet. But if he's separated from Shiro, um, by so much as a closed door, he becomes spineless, cowardly, and uh, just a mess. And he only returns to his formal self when he is able to see her. He feels his sister is equal partner, so they're kind of like a two-for-one special. So... That's the basically meat and potatoes. So, so who can could stand match that brain power? Who could match it? None other than Goku. He's <laughs> well. This is gonna be a quick cookie. battle. <laughs> no, 
Uh, no. Brain power, not brawn power. Brain power. Who can match that brain power? None other than... And this is going back to earlier in the episode. Lelouch v. Platania. From Code Geass. So, let me pull them up real quick. Lelouch. Uh, what a... What a uh, worthy opponent. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Alright. So. Click on the link. And then I'll get it. Okay. Alright. He is age 17. So I think they're about equal in age. Yeah. In an so. alternate universe, maybe they would have been friends. I doubt it, though. Who I don't think knows? Shiro has many friends. No. Or Sora. No. Alright, so, he is highly intelligent individual who is also calm, sophisticated, and arrogant to his, uh, due to his uh, aristocratic upbringing. Um, unlike Shira, he's, he is sociable, likable, and often um, easygoing. Let me find some of his... Uh, da, 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 da. Um, achievements. He is a master strategist. Um, throughout the whole uh, Code Geass series, he's always one step ahead or more of his opponents. Um, and honestly, even without his Geass ability, um, he can outwit a lot of people. Although sometimes he relies a little too heavy. Uh, heavily on his Gios. His Gios allows him the power to um, command anybody to do anything um, one time only. Once he's used it on somebody once, it's done. But uh, other than that, he is a uh, you know, straight-A genius student with a heck of a strategist uh, um, mind. Oh, he's also like you're at chess. Okay. We could, we could play chess instead. Uh, I don't think that'll be quite as entertaining. Knight to be more. <laughs> um. Bet. <laughs> oh, checkmate! You win. Oh, Aren't you nope. guys glad you waited? What two, four weeks for this? <laughs> In one move. <laughs> he's it's not super even possible. Good. <laughs> Um, okay, so shall I weave the tale? Oh, yeah, go for it. Our story begins. Um, so it's a document. <laughs> it's a tiny. I'm gonna next time I'm up there, I'm gonna like put a little audio microchip thing on Gizmo that just whispers Izatakimas. <laughs> it'll just be sitting at your computer and <laughs> you'll like, hear it, but it'll be just loud enough so you won't know if you really heard it or if it was just your imagination. She sleeps with me in bed, too. She sleeps, like, right by me. Uh, so, like, at night, it would really mess with me. <laughs> yeah. And then, like... Starting to fall asleep and all of a sudden, you're detecting myself. Once a week in the dead of night, I'd turn it up max and just scream it. <laughs> like and not just volume wise like it somehow magically turns to a screen <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to that um no uh so shira uh shira and sora are we'll say this takes place at the end of season one of no game no life 
Um, I would love to say it takes place at the end of season two, but that hasn't came out yet. Sad. Um, but so end of season one, and Shira and Sora have some downtime, and they're they don't do well with downtime. Um, they're getting kind of bored, which is dangerous for these two. Uh, <laughs> bad things happen when these two get bored. Um, so they they do some research, and they research, um, and and the the darkest parts of the castle or whatever and they stumble upon this book and it shows them how to summon someone to that world to that universe just like tet summoned them um so they do the ritual and they set it up so they'll summon the greatest strategist and all the multiverse you know all the universes um and uh they uh strategically do this set this up in the chamber um, where they first did their Shiratori match um, in the season. So they do this summon, and uh, lightning's flying everywhere, right? I, I imagine it kind of looks like alchemy. Uh, like they kind of drew an alchemy circle, and, and lightning shoots out, and, and there's a big vortex that opens up, and then there's a big flash of light, and then all of a sudden, um, Lelouch is standing there, right? And uh, so... Uh, they say, they explain to him, they say, welcome to the world of Disboard, which I just realized is like Disboard, D-I-S board. <laughs> you just figured that out? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, welcome to the world of Disboard. That's stupid, man. <laughs> um, excuse me, talking here, please listen, it's important. <laughs> if you ever want to go home, you have to beat us at a game. Uh, just that, no, please quit interrupting me. This <laughs> is literally, I mean, your whole life hinges on what I'm about to say. So uh, if you could just zip it for like five minutes and then and then you can talk all you want, right? I command you to tell me the game. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, really? No? Okay. Um, so I say that was weird. Uh, you said that and I felt a little tingle, but it was like it was half-assed. So, um, <laughs> uh this okay in this world uh this world is is not yours it's it's a different one this world the very foundation of the world lies on 10 pledges um you know need to know these pledges to be able to go back home uh to be able to play the game we're about to play which will allow you to go back home so pledge one all murder war robbery is forbidden in this world so you can't murder us um <laughs> pledge two all conflict in this world will be resolved through wait, games wait Loophole. Can I command you to murder yourself? Can we can we rewind about ten seconds ago where I said zip it, <laughs> and I emphasize that these rules hinge on your very existence? Hey, that's a legitimate question. I wonder um, if it would. Work. It's like a loophole. Can you kill yourself in this universe? Legitimate question that should have been asked after the very important rules were established. Um, it's a loophole. I, to answer your question, though, probably I would assume suicide, suicide is a viable suicide thing. Let's see, it's getting philosophical I think it's, in here. This is a good start. <laughs> uh, so, can I continue, or do you want to <laughs> contemplate suicide some more? Because <laughs> go ahead, I'll do it silently. Um, okay, good. Yeah, just really dwell on that. I think it's for the best. Um, in games, each player will bet something that they agree is of equal value. Um, rule four, as long as it doesn't violate pledge three, anything may be bet and any game may be played. As far as you're concerned, Lelouch, our bet 
is our our wager is your ticket back home. Mm-hmm. Um, the rule five: the challenge party has a right to the right to decide the rules of the game. So there's that. Um, yeah. So I guess you get to pick the game because we're throwing down the gauntlet. It's a little bit of group hole, so you can. You know, be a little bit nice about that if you wanted to, or whatever. You can I choose, choose the game. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no. Uh, rule six. We'll, we'll skip that rule. Okay. Um, just don't tell Ted, all right? Because, like, seriously, yeah, that's it's like an absolute <laughs> thing, and it'd be mm-hmm. it'd be a little bit awkward if if yeah. Anyway, six bets made in accordance with the pledges must be upheld. Um, by the way, you're gonna have to offer up something that we agree is equal to your ticket home. Um, rule seven. So you think about that while we go over these last three. Conflict between groups will be conducted by designated representatives with absolute authority. Here's my imaginary friend Tim. He is our representative. We'll be honest. Whatever. <laughs> um. And uh, eight, being caught cheating during a game is grounds for instant loss. And let me warn you, I've I have a keen eye. Uh, nine. In the name of God, the previous rules may never be changed. And ten, let's all have fun and play together. And when he says that, he kind of has like a glint in his eye. Like he winks at me? No. Like he, uh, he's like <laughs> insinuating something? He goes over and touches your unmentionables. Oh, just like, I don't play like that. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you, do you accept our challenge? Are you going to be stuck here forever? Sure, I'll take on. Okay. So what are you going to offer up then? That's equal well, in value. Uh, your ticket home. Maybe perhaps a secret to seem, a power, perhaps. Since you seem so interested, I suppose I'll offer my virginity. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, well, I'm just joking. <laughs> you have a sister, perhaps? <laughs> Around my age, attractive. She's in a wheelchair. I mean, well, is she attractive? Not uh, really. <laughs> no? Well, no, I have say. to offer up something better than that, then. You can offer uh, your virginity to my sister. It doesn't seem like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's like I, a win-win no, for you, then, back. isn't it? That's like a, no, I take that back. She's way too young. <laughs> How about uh, Nightmare? Nightmare? Yeah, let's say I brought a keys to the nightmare. Oh, okay, cool. They're right. they're Gundam like robots. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll agree to that. Um I would agree to anything that's not virginity. <laughs> um so okay. Cool. Um in that case, uh we begin. Um you do you have any questions before we begin? Hmm. Do we flip a coin to see who starts? Who starts? Nope. I'm going first. That's like chess, man. That's unfair advantage. It, well, just so I can show you, you know, in case you're a little bit skeptical as to how this actually works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Darn 11. <laughs> so, here we go. And he snaps his fingers. I don't, this didn't happen in the anime or whatever, but I think it'd be cool. He snaps his fingers, Ostrich. and the room turns, like, dark. You know, it's the the walls. It's like the dome. The dome is black, and and like the floor is black. And you said ostrich. Okay, so you go. Well, first. you said go. <laughs> you said go. Ends with an O. Ostrich. Ostrich. Okay. Uh. 
uh, you say that, and then an ostrich appears out of nowhere and just starts kind of freaking out and running, um, running puts around. Puts his head in the ground. <laughs> puts his head in the ground and knocks itself unconscious. <laughs> um, I should mention stupid creature. I should mention we each only have sixty seconds to come up with a noun. Oh uh, God. Before, yeah. So if Shouldn't not, be a problem for the louche. If not, you automatically lose. Um, I put on my zero suit. You put on your zero suit? Okay. Uh, Sora it takes off his confident. pants. <laughs> <laughs> it makes him more confident. There you go. Uh, uh, like I look at him. I wouldn't be so confident about that, buddy. <laughs> um, he says, uh, hill. And a hill appears next to the ostrich. Wait. Ostrich ends with an H? Yeah, believe it or not. Really? Huh. You said a word and you didn't even know what it, how it's spelled? I knew it started with an O. That's all I needed to know. Wait, let me make sure this. Uh, yeah, ostrich. O-S-T-R-I-C-H. Huh, weird. Yep. It sounds like it has like a D-G-E sound in it almost. So now you have to do How something that starts with L. L? Uh, lemon. Um, okay. You say that and a lemon appears um, just on the floor in front of you. Does it fall down the hill? Like rolls down the hill. Um. Yeah. Sure. We'll say that. Uh. Okay. Um. So lemon ends with an N, and Sora replies nightmare, and then an identical uh, nightmare appears right next to yours. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. Eggplant. <laughs> you really like your uh your fruits and all vegetables, don't you? There. Um, and then I should, have said, I should have said ego. <laughs> yep, no take backs though. <laughs> Eggplant. Uh, Sora says, "Let me teach you the um, the real depth of uh, of material uh, shittatory." And he says, um, "Tiger." And then a tiger materializes between us and uh, kind of crouches down and, and growls, and the hair on the back of its neck stands up. Okay. Play that game. Rhino. Rhino? Okay, a rhino appears um, right next to the tiger. Well, kind of in the air a little bit, and then, like, falls crushes down. Crushes the tiger. And, okay, we'll say crushes the tiger. <laughs> and now the tiger's dead. Um, but the okay. rhino's facing you, though. <laughs> okay, the rhino's facing me. Um, okay. And so Shiro says, olive tree. And an olive tree springs up in front of him, and he climbs up it to get away from the rhino. Are olive trees very small? Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's he's higher than he was. Uh, fair enough. Uh, okay, olive tree. Another E. Ugh. Yeah, just so you know, we didn't practice this, you guys. This no, is on we the didn't. fly. We meant to, and we never got time. Ego. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, ego. And um, Sora says, let's see how you deal with this one. Um, Ego ends with O. He uh-huh. says, ocean. And then Ooh. all of a sudden, water just rushes in from the floor. And uh, Lelouch is now treading water, and Rhino's dead. Oh, <laughs> Nightmares are at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, however, um, the olive tree floats. Uh, I guess since the water comes up out of the ground, it pushes, it unroots the olive tree. Well, and tips over fair. on the side. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Fair, fair enough. I get you there. You're like floating on the log. Yeah. Hmm. Search with an N, huh? Can you repeat a word using a different meaning? Um, it says words may not be repeated. Hmm. That's too bad. Why? What were you doing? Because we might veto it. I was going to give you a nightmare. But like the literal sense. This thing, idea. Uh, you, uh, that's okay. I'll figure yeah, something out. You sure? Cause, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. It's fair. It's in the rules. I just wasn't sure because it's like a different meaning for the same word. You know what I, I mean? I guess that adds the English one a whole new level of difficulty because I don't think they have that in Japan. Japanese. Sure. Sure. All right. Starts with an N. Nigeria. Nigeria? Okay, you say that and often <laughs> like uh right next to us, like this huge continent uh, Nigeria. What I guess I might have I to look at a map for that. It's part of Africa. <laughs> okay, well we'll say uh just the 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 um the country of Nigeria just a huge expanse of land and it's like right next to you. So Lush, if you want you can swim up and be on land now. Sure. Um, and then I immediately get bit by a ton of mosquitoes and say, take it back, take it back. <laughs> okay, Nigeria, it ends with A. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, Shiro says uh, asparagus. And then asparagus appears, uh, appears in his hand and he says, what? I was a little bit hungry. See? He starts not, eating it. <laughs> not as easy as you know. <laughs> okay, so what did you say, asparagus? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Sun. Ooh, okay, you say that, and then, like, uh, right over them, uh, just like a, a hydrogen, what is this on? Hydrogen fusion? Uh, sun just appears, um, like at the top of the dome, and the the heat is, like, super intense. Uh, Shiro and Sora dive into the water to kind of get away from the heat, and the, we'll say the surface of the ocean starts, um, <laughs> boiling. Jeez. Uh, See, we said olive tree, and I'm not sure how legit that is, because um, uh, that's kind of technically two words, right? Well, I don't think so. I think that could be considered one. Okay. Um. So, sp- would space station work then? Hmm. I don't know. Look at does Google it. The space station two words. One word. It's probably two words. Two words. Okay. So, in that case, Shiro, from under the water, he kind of says, uh, night. And, oh. um, all of a sudden, there's, uh, it can be your call if the sun goes away or not. Oh, it makes sense. Okay. So, the sun goes away and is replaced by just a, 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 a sky of night stars and then a big moon. Nice. Tsunami. <laughs> okay. A, you say that, and, and all of a sudden, the, uh, um, before he knows it, uh, Shira's standing on, on dry land, and that's just because, you know, when the tsunami comes, the tide pulls back, because mm-hmm. uh, all that water's building up, and on the distance, you see a massive, uh, wall of water, so, <laughs> Shira kind of has to keep his cool here. I'm really tempted for him to say inner tube. But he's not. <laughs> um, I don't know how much I don't, that help. I don't think that will help him. Okay. He says, um, iceberg. Oh. And then on... Well, uh, I was just going to say ice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind and of it turns to ice. The whole... 
yeah. yeah. But so he says iceberg, and um, between them are we'll say he's he gets really lucky him and Lelouch because they would both die. <laughs> um, get really lucky with the iceberg, and a, a giant uh iceberg um rises up on the ground under him, right? And then the tsunami crashes and uh hits the iceberg. The iceberg luckily is taller than the tsunami, and uh. It just crashes around the the tsunami, or the iceberg. Okay. <laughs> Gios. Oh. Okay. So you say Gios, and then what happens? My Gios activates. That's um. Much it. You don't use it. No, because it's your turn. Okay. You say Gios, and um, you see like you see your eyes glow purple, or whatever happens when he gets his Gios. Okay, and Shiro he notices something uh with the eyes and he um he's a little bit wary, so he says sunglasses. <laughs> a pair of sunglasses form or appear over his eyes, and since it was plural, sunglasses, a pair form over his sisters and then uh over Lelouch's as well, and then huh? a couple just rain down randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're being witty, I'll say Santa Claus. Okay, you say Santa Claus, and uh, he um, he feels right at home on an iceberg, right? He appears. Was that that ends with the E? Yeah. He's like ho ho ho, and he slips and falls off the iceberg and dies. <laughs> um, he drowns in the tsunami water. Uh, Sorry, kids. Okay, Shiro says, uh, "You better hold on." Um. And then he he looks no instead of saying that he looks at Sora, no Sora looks at Shiro right I get those confused I'm sorry Sora's the guy Sora looks at Shiro and he says to her grab onto something tight and um they're on an iceberg so this is a little bit hard um but uh they do their best to anchor themselves and he says earthquake and then the ground starts shaking and uh, violently and the um the iceberg kind of cracks in half and uh, a big earthquake happens and um kind of like the earth splits in two right and all the water is drained into that crack mm. so now we have ground again mm-hmm. okay. and then right. shiro and sora slide off the iceberg back onto the ground all right uh elephant <laughs> okay he says elephant and uh elephant lands Okay, it becomes very confused. It appears out of nowhere, looks very confused, and then sees Sora and Shiro and, and starts charging right at him. And that um, ends with T, right? Mm-hmm. So Sora says a uh, uh, trap door, and then Whoa. a trap door appears in front of him, and they both go under, and the elephant charges over the trap door. Nice. This is fun. We'll have to do this again sometime. I know, right? This time. is just a fun game to play. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just makes it funner, I think, in the band of main characters doing materialization one. Oh, you hear from the trapdoor source say, Hey, you ready to admit defeat yet? <laughs> we got you on the ropes. Trust us, even though we're hiding uh, underground. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Rampage. Okay, Rampage? I don't know what that uh, would do. I guess that's like an idea. No, that's, 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 a, that's a verb, isn't it? Yeah. I was thinking rampaging was a verb, but yeah, no, rampage itself would be a verb. Rap. Rap? Yeah, you just start rapping. Okay. <laughs> you say rap and oh, can we can we say just rap music starts playing in the ambient noise? Yeah, yeah. Okay, intense rap music starts playing. 
just to kind of give the climax a little more <laughs> okay there's um, some music going in the background plasti rap plasti rap yep and um a whole bunch of or, well okay we'll say Sora and um Shiro, Shiro. I'm sorry I mean it's getting late Sora and Shiro uh, they uh, come out from under the chapter or whatever in the plasti wrap and, a, and a, a, a large thing of plasti wrap just appears out of nowhere. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, plutonium. Plutonium. Okay. <laughs> a very a highly unstable bit of plutonium um, just appears on and and it start it melts through the section of plasti wrap it appears on. I don't know how plutonium behaves. I don't know. It might be inert by itself. I do know it's used in what atomic bombs. Yeah, you don't want to mess with plutonium. Uh, okay, and if what's we had that? Chris here, he would know. <laughs> what's that end with? Plutonium. M. Sora does some thinking. He has a minute, and he says, "Medkit." And a medkit appears in front of him. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Can I take mine back to kind of sure. start wrapping this up? Yeah, go for it. So he says mass. And then the uh, the uh, plutonium starts getting bigger and bigger. It's gaining mass. Ooh. Lelouch takes a huge breath and says space. Okay. Um. So right, right as he was saying that kind of... Sora kind of predicted, and um, she kind of took a breath, and uh, Shira didn't know. So she, um, just like in the movie, she passes her her breath to him, and with that breath, he says um, nothing. Um, he's kind of like taken by surprise because we we really got to end this up. Yeah, this. Sure. But he said space, and then he passes out, right? And and, and Sora or Shira passes out, and then. Um, right before they pass out, right before Lelouch is going to, and or no, they pass out, and then the sixty seconds is up, right before Lelouch is about yeah. to pass out, right, and so then everything goes back to normal, like the room goes back to how you originally or when you first entered to it, and then uh, Lelouch, he, you can decide what he does if he leaves Sora and Shira a little note or whatever, but then he has uh, in his hand appears a script that that tells him how to. Uh, send himself back home. Fair enough. That was fun. Yeah. So, all right. Is that it? You should totally edit that. So, like, we go back and forth really fast. So people think we're really smart. Oh yeah, I could totally do that. But you're gonna have to cut this part out too, otherwise we'll know. Well, maybe I'll I'll see what I can do. <laughs> all right, guys. Like so, maybe like a five minute segment that took us like twenty minutes. That might be to our advantage because we did go over quite a bit. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed this week. We sure did. Um, it was fun. Yeah. If you liked what we did, kind of let us know. Um, maybe we'll do something like it more often. We'll get, get creative better, with it. <laughs> yeah. If you guys can, uh, if you guys have any cool ideas for biweekly brawls or other segments we might do, uh, um, feel free to let us know. We're always open to new ideas from the from the fans. Or here's an idea: if you want to play along, tweet us materialization shogi or what is it not shogi um uh, i got it right here um shiri uh shiri tori materialization materialization shiri tori and a word and we'll just twitter back and forth oh yeah there you go that's kind of cool yeah all right guys so uh, huh? i just thought of an awesome one that i could have used
What? We can't let I, uh, we can't leave I, him hanging. I just tabbed over and I just saw I still had the anime of the week pulled up. I could have said Ergo Proxy. Oh yeah, there you go. There was I, plenty of ease. I was trying to be honest, I was trying to get it to a place where like Shiro Shiro and Sora had gas masks gas masks, then they said like poison gas or some sort of nerve gas. See, I wanted to get to a place and I could have and I forgot, but I meant to get to a place where uh I could have said ramen. <laughs> oh hey yeah oh or, yeah there uh, were a few r's instead of rhino it could have been ramen uh, or just if if um which would be rare to get a y i could have said your weekly ramen yeah or a w you. i could have said weekly ramen They're little fun little things like that i kind of wished we could have gotten to but oh well yeah i mean maybe in the future so all right well we hope you guys enjoyed our now almost two hour long segment we hope it was worth it uh, <laughs> It was definitely worth it for us. We had a great time. It was pretty fun. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we hope you guys have a great week, and we look forward very much to seeing you next week on another episode of Your Weekly Ramen. Ayanara? Jamacha. It's a Takimasu.